This is the Top Entrepreneurs Podcast, where founders share how they started their companies and got filthy rich or crash and burn. Each episode features revenue numbers, customer counts, and other insider information that creates business news headlines. We went from a couple of hundred thousand dollars to 2.7 million. I had no money when I started the company. It was $160 million, which is the size of many IPOs. We're bootstrapped. We have like 22,000 customers. With over 5 million downloads in a very short amount of time, major outlets like Inc. are calling us the fastest growing business show on iTunes. I'm your host, Nathan Latka, and here's today's episode. Hello, everybody. My guest this morning is Josh Hainum. He's the co-founder of Interact Quiz Builder, a tool used by more than 30,000 businesses, including the American Red Cross, Home Depot, and Forbes. He's probably seen more quizzes than any other human on earth. We're going to dive into it. Josh, are you ready to take us to the top? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so how is Forbes using you? So Forbes has this college quiz that they've used for almost four years now. Basically, it's find your perfect college match, and it's a personality quiz that directs you to one of a series of colleges, and then it ties into another tool that they have that actually gives you a ranking of the top schools for you. And that quiz gets taken about a quarter million times a year. It ties in directly to other stuff that they have. It ranks really well in search, and it's just been a pillar kind of for their content for a really long time. So that's their quiz. They must also monetize the data somehow, and I bet this somehow ties into your business model. Yeah, so they they use all that data, and that's where we are able to charge a subscription fee for people like Forbes to use our tool because we've got a ton of data that we pass over to them that they use. Okay, and what's the average customer pay you per month? Would you say average is about sixty bucks a month? Okay, got it. So you, good. Okay, you're in kind of low ARPU, but probably high volume, right? Yeah, high volume. How many quizzes were taken in the last twelve months on your platform? Last 12 months, about 250 million. Holy mackerel. Okay, so are most of these media brands? A lot of media brands, a lot of retail, a lot of course creators, actually. So people selling online content as well. And then also nonprofits. We work with all the big nonprofits. And is this the, so there's a lot of companies that are kind of jumping into the advertising space where instead of interruption marketing, they're kind of trying to get creative. Like, you know, are you more like Elon Musk or Steve Jobs? Click here to take the quiz. And it goes through a few things. But really, one of the questions is like, you know, you know, if you had to give up a kidney, would you? And what it actually is doing is like, it's a lead for like some kidney transplant company that the advertiser or the quiz person is making 10 bucks or hundred bucks a lead for. Is that like your model or, or no? No, we usually go directly to the actual brand. So most of our clients are companies using it for themselves. A lot of times it is used as an ad. So Facebook is the biggest driver of quiz traffic. Obviously you see them all the time on your feed and things like that. So Facebook is the number one channel, but it's typically directly from the brand that's using it to advertise themselves, get leads for themselves. And what drives your pricing models? A number of kind of quizzes completed or like a number of seats, customizations, what is it? Uh, it's typically the amount of leads that you bring in through the quizzes. So it's a, it's a quiz platform, but it's a lead generation platform. So you can ask for people's email addresses and contact information within the quiz. And that's really the draw. And the more you get of those, the more you pay us. Now, your answer here is obviously biased, but has Forbes or are any of your other customers running tests between just a static landing page, you know, stick your email in for a free X versus kind of a, you know, take the quiz to see what you are and and have they compared opt-in rates across both of those? 
Yeah, we have a couple case studies along those lines, and we've had huge increases. The two case studies that I can think of off the bat are 100% increases. So they were doing an ebook, and then they switched the ebook over to be a quiz. Can you tell a real story? Everything. Yeah, so we did one with uh, the foundation a while back, and we have a blog post up about it. Um, Caleb, who Andy was working there at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Caleb was working there at the time, wrote this blog post for us about how they had this ebook about the types of entrepreneurs. Then they switched that over to be a quiz. What type of entrepreneur are you or something along those lines? And it immediately dropped. In this case, it was lead cost because they were running a Facebook ad to a landing page. Dropped their lead cost from six thirty, so six dollars and thirty cents, down to about three thirty-seven. I think was the exact number, and they were scaling that up massively, spending tens of thousands of dollars on advertising. So they had a huge success with that. That's interesting. And and was it public? Kind of how many the total volume of leads they brought in there? I'm not sure exactly. I'd have to pull up the blog post. I know it was in the tens of thousands. Yeah, I have the the thing right in front of me. So yeah, they brought Caleb brought these things in the email subscribers at a cost of three eighty uh, a piece which basically was a 400% ROI on the spend they were doing in terms of the quiz versus the other one. And the headline they used on the quiz was, uh, do you have an entrepreneur mind question mark? Most people don't find out here with a red button that says take the quiz. And this was basically, what was this like a pop up on the website right when you hit or the landing page? Uh, so this was just a landing page for Facebook ads. So they would run a Facebook ad that was similar to the quiz in terms of the copy. It would drive directly to a landing page with the quiz embedded into it. So it embeds in an iframe and then you take the quiz right there. And at the end of the quiz, it asks for the email and that's how they were getting those leads at that cost. Really, really smart. Okay. So let's talk more about your business model. Uh, what are you at now today in terms of total paying customers? So total paying customers, we were just over 800. Okay, 800. And uh, when did you launch the company? We launched in 2013. All right, and bootstrapped or have you raised capital? Totally bootstrapped. Dude, I love that. Where are you based? Yeah. We are based in Oakland, California. Nice, and what's the team size yeah. today? We have six, and one of them is like mostly full-time. Mostly full-time, okay. And, uh, well, wait, hold on. Uh, you have six part-time and only one is full-time? Oh, no, no, no. We have six, six, uh, five full-time, one that's like, oh, we're about to bring her on full-time. So. That's got it. And are you the sole founder or, or are other, there are other founders? I do have a co-founder, Matt, who's on the technical side. Okay. Did you guys just do the lazy way split 50-50 or what? Yeah, for the most part, for the most part. And I've known him for a long time. So. That's a conversation that sounds like, oh, like... I don't know. It's hard to, we don't know who's more valuable. Let's just put it down the middle. That's fair. But then 10 years down the road, you go, you know what? I did so much more. I should have been so much different. I mean, I hear this story all the time, but it is I, fair. Yeah, yeah. All right. And okay. So launched a few years ago, 800 customers, $60 ARPU per month. So what you're doing about 48 grand per month right now. Yep. That's okay. right about it. And where, how are you acquiring these customers? So we actually do influencer marketing. Uh, we have a network of just over a thousand influencers. These are bloggers, course creators, that kind of stuff, marketing strategists, and they get to use our platform for free. And in return, they promote it by writing blog posts and sending it out to their Facebook groups and things like that. Interesting. And it, do you pay them? Is there a kickback? We do have an affiliate program as well. So a 30% ongoing commission for any affiliate that sends us a direct signup. But a lot of times it ends up being a longer term approach. So it's more the value for them is getting the software for free. And then they're able to kind of promote us in the long run. What's your CAC today, customer acquisition cost? 
That one's hard to know because of the way that we run that. It's very much like people kind of read a bunch of blog posts. They kick the tires for a long time. They sign up for free and then three or four months later they'll upgrade. So we have a very long life cycle in terms of how long it takes somebody to actually sign up and it's hard to calculate that back to the actual cost. Okay, Top Tribe, many of you ask me all the time, how did I get my website up so fast, so quickly, and why is it doing so well? The answer is simple. I use HostGator.com to keep the thing cranking along. They've got a 45-day money-back guarantee, which is great. I used their free website builder to get the site up because it's ideal for WordPress. It's just what I use. They've got 4,500 templates and a free e-commerce plugin as well and 24-7 support, which we love, right? We love that. I bug the hell out of them. They always get back to me. So I've got you 30% off along with $100 in free AdWords credit. To grab it, just go to HostGator.com forward slash Nathan, but you got to do it now. Again, HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. Do you do any direct paid spend stuff or no, it's all inbound organic stuff? All inbound organic stuff. Okay. How many people on your team are dedicated to sales, marketing, or content creation? Uh, two and a half because I'm the half. So. so you could, in theory, take those two and a half salaries, add them up, and then look over the past 12 months at how many new customers you've gone and kind of divide to like back of the napkin, get a CAC, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. How, what are you growing at? So you're doing 48 grand here December 2017. Where were you at a year ago? A year ago, we were at about 24. Okay, got it. So you about you about doubled year by year. That's great. Yeah, yeah. And the two, the two years before that, we didn't do so good, but last year things really took off. Why did they take off? Uh, mostly that influencer marketing program, and also we really dissected our product and rebuilt a lot of it to make it much more customer friendly. So those two things happened in tandem, and I think that's what really sparked everything this year. Mm-hmm. Are people sticking? What's your churn? Churn varies between five and seven percent a month. Okay, in terms of lo- logo churn. Uh, logo. Well, that's customer and revenue churn are about equal and they're both in that range. Is $60 a month your only price point or do you have really enterprise versions as well? Oh, so it goes from 29 up to 200 a month, depending on, uh, and then most are on the lower end. Yep. That makes sense. Um, fascinating. What do you assume lifetime value is on these guys? I mean, do you just, do you just do the kind of one divided by 0.05 cause that's the 5% churn and then kind of back into it that way? Yeah, I mean, we use bare metrics as well. So it's about $1,000 right now, a little over $1,000, depending on how things go. But uh, and that fluctuates as well, depending on churn. And that's what it is right now. Yep. At 5% logo churn monthly, that means folks are sticking with you for about 20 months at a $60 ARPU times 20 months. It's a little over a grand. It's about 1200 bucks in lifetime value. Yep. Yep. Makes good sense. So how do you scale this thing? Yeah. So I think for us, it's a matter of two things. It's changing perception because quizzes are a very new marketing strategy. We don't work with hardly anybody that's ever done this before. It's usually us introducing the concept and then also providing the product for it. So we have to try and kind of change marketers perception of how to use quizzes. And that's why we're doing the influencer marketing stuff. It helps us build a tribe, an army of people that also convince other people that this is worth trying. And then the other thing is that there's a broader general perception that has to change in order for this to be adopted as a true pillar in marketing strategy. And as those two things happen, one of them is on us, one of them is kind of out there. It depends on what happens in the market. 
as those things proliferate, that's where we will be able to grow more. Mm -hmm. And are you um, a company like Forbes, right? Do they, uh, I mean, how many years have you been working with them? Are they pretty sticky? Yeah, so we we started working them really early on, 2013. So it's been four or five years. Yeah, and what? Where were you at? First off, how old were you back when you launched? Uh, like 20, 20. 21. And I mean, yeah. where were you at? Did you already have a big exit? Did you have a bunch of student debt? Were you broke and had to make this work? Where was your mindset? Um, this was my third company that I started. The first one that's actually a technology company, but I was always starting companies in high school and college and that kind of stuff. Um that was our last year in school. So we were at UCLA, Matt and I, and we, we got Forbes signed up when we were sitting in a library conference room working on this. So tell me about that. How did you, I mean, did you cold email them? How'd you get it? Oh no, that was, that was through content marketing. So I wrote a bunch of articles about how to use quizzes for marketing and they found that and just came and signed up. So we didn't even know they never said anything. And I just looked at our recent signups and who was building content. And there was one from Forbes and then it popped up on Twitter. Somebody had shared it and we're like, well, it works. So that's, that's how we got them initially. But yeah, that was, that was when we were still in school. Was that like an intern at Forbes or like their CMO? Do you know? It was somebody not, it wasn't an intern. It was an actual content person. Uh, I don't know the exact uh, level, but yeah. That's great. So what's the plan for the business? I mean, what do you want to do with this thing? You want to keep growing it for a long time and then sell it? Or you want to kind of get a quick win under your belt, exit this one, use the momentum to launch something else? Where's your head at? I want to see where it goes. I think especially the last couple of years, the perceptions really changed. I've been doing this for four and a half years. At the beginning, we had to really it was like pulling teeth to get people to try and use a quiz. Things have changed. People are willing to try it now. And I've seen that change. So what happens in another three or four years? Is this an actual strategy like email marketing where everybody does it? And if so, can we keep our position kind of as one of the leaders in the space? And if that happens, then we can become a really large company. So I want to see where it goes right now. We're in a very stable position because of being bootstrapped and, you know, keeping the team small and, costs low and that kind of stuff. Big cash flow positive? Yeah. Yeah. So we can keep going for a while and uh, just see where it goes. So that's what I'm really excited about. I love the concept of of inventing things, kind of being in front of a market and the conversations that come out of that. So we'll see where it goes from there and uh, no no plans to, to get out anytime soon. All right, Matt, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Sorry, Josh, let's wrap up here with this. Was your, was your partner's name, Matt? Matt Matt's, Matt's co-founder. So. Got it, yeah, that's why. All right, Josh, yeah, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Uh, the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. That's a good one. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Jeff Bezos. Yep. Number three, besides your own, what's your favorite online tool? Uh, Asana. Uh, number four, how many hours of sleep are you getting every night? I sleep a lot, nine or 10. That's good, man. I love that. And what's your situation? Married, single, you have kids? Single and uh, mingling. No kids that you know of, right? Uh, that I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And how old are you again? 25. 25. Last question. Take us back five years. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? To not worry about things that are made up in your head and just focus on whatever it is you can actually get done in one day. 
There you guys have it from Josh. He's been selling companies, building companies for a long time. Most recently, he launched Try Interact, a online quiz platform that Forbes is using back in 2013. They've got a team of six based in Oakland, California, building this thing out. Over 800 customers paying about 60 bucks per month. Today, December 2017, they're doing about 48 grand per month in revenue. Just over a year ago, in December 2016, they were doing about 24 grand in revenue. So healthy growth, churning five to seven percent of their customers each month. So lifetime value is about 20 months at a dollar value of about a little over 1200 bucks, super healthy economics, a lot of new customers coming from influencers and inbound marketing. Josh, thank you for taking us to the top. Yeah, thanks for having me.